The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, we are joined by our favorite animal communicator, Joan Ranquette. Joan has been with us before, but for those of you who are not familiar with her work, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is an animal communicator, or as most people might say, a pet psychic. She is the author of Communication with All Life, Revelations of an Animal Communicator, and her newest book, Energy Healing for Animals, Techniques to Enhance the Healing, Longevity, and Happiness of the Animals We Love, has just been released. She is also the founder of Communication with All Life University. Through private sessions, workshops, teleseminars, and speaking events, Joan facilitates a deepening of the human-animal connection. She has worked with thousands of individual pet owners, dog, cat, and horse trainers, barn managers, and vets. She troubleshoots medical issues, helps stimulate healing in conjunction with conventional treatment, and helps clients to deepen their ability to care for and understand their animals. Joan is successful at finding lost dogs and cats and often helps clients whose pets are aging and dying. Most notably, she teaches animal communication. Welcome, Joan. Hello? Did I Hello? lose you? Hi, Joan. Did I lose Hi. you there? <laughs> For a moment, yeah, that was bizarre. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Little glitch there. That's okay. Yeah, um, I was listening to the intro and I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to, uh, to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here today. Yeah, I know it's a it's a really important day with what's been in the news, and and I hope we'll be able to talk a little bit about that today. I um, would love to. And I, I thought maybe we could start with, um, um, you know, people are always intrigued by the, by the idea of animal communication and now energy healing for animals. Could you just give us a little overview of exactly what that is? Sure, I would love to. Um, so animal communication is, uh, as far as uh, how I do it as a profession, is um, I use telepathy, which is the transference of pictures, words, and feelings. And uh, but I think, I know everyone is, um, is an animal communicator. So I, what I believe in my heart of hearts, and I see over and over again, is um, that everyone is communicating telepathically. So what 
happens is sometimes it goes badly. We send mixed messages. So I end up getting called in because, um, you know, kind of to align or facilitate better communication, and I can get a sense of what's going on with the animal and help the people make uh, better decisions. And that could be about training. It could be about end-of-life decisions. It could be about should I have the surgery for the dog or should the dog have a surgery, things like that. So it's Mm -hmm. ongoing. And then as far as energy healing goes, I mean, I think everything is energy medicine, including animal communication and down to as simple as uh, what nutrition and even are you getting your your dog, cat, or horse exercising? Um, You know, all of it is energy medicine, but um, I do a couple types of energy healing techniques and one is called the scalar wave, and the other is um, something we have a shared passion over, and we've done it with your dog, mm-hmm. EFT, emotional freedom technique. And mm-hmm. animals are so receptive to healing because they don't have a, they don't sit and say, I don't know if I believe in EFT. Yeah, that cognitive overlay that argues yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know when you were here, as you mentioned, the last time we worked um, on a problem that I was having with little Rosie, and so I started EFT with her, and it did help quite a bit with that issue, but the main thing that I have noticed is Rosie loves it, and yeah. I swear to you, the only phrase that I can think of to use that accurately describes what she appears to be during an EFT session is blissed out. That's awesome. You know, I would I would love to be able to get a picture of her at, at some point, uh, what she looks like, because you can just see it on her little face. And if I try to stop tapping, <laughs> she doesn't like that. And she'll lean into me or she'll put her paw on my hand to try and get me to continue. So if, if any of you have issues with maybe your, your pet is anxious or easily uh, stressed, no matter what else, if you try EFT with the pet, I mean, I have been just amazed at what I've seen. I use it with humans all the time, but, um, you know, it's really quite remarkable. So I really have to thank you for sharing that with us, Joan. It was it's really extraordinary. You are welcome. I'm so excited. And, you know, I was just thinking I will be teaching animal communication in Laguna Hills. Maybe I will get a picture of tapping on her. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting. So, uh, you know, I've seen it. And, and I've learned so much, I think, um, from your work. Uh, I learned about the telepathy and sending the pictures. There's a few things that I've taught little Rosie after I read your first book, Animal Communication. Communication with for all life. All life, yes. And it was remarkably simple. And once I got clear and made a clear picture in my mind of what I wanted her to do, she just did it. That's and so great. It's really extraordinary. So I'm assuming you have lots of testimonials like that. Um, I do. I have so many that I often, it's so funny, I used to write the great stories down and and many of them ended up in the first book and then I wrote the next round of stories down and many of them ended up in the next book. And now I feel like every day I have a great story, so mm-hmm. I um, tend to forget some of them, and I need to go back to writing them down. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's really um, it's fascinating to see. Um, and 
I think that one of the things that I appreciate is, you know, everybody throws around the term pet psychic because, and oftentimes when I'm introducing this topic, that's the phrase that I will use because everybody knows what I'm talking about. But as we talk about animal communication, I think it moves it out of the woo-woo which is what yeah. pet psychic, into a realm that all of us can use and all of us can understand. You know, I, I, I'd say about psychic, yes, pet psychic is a great um, tagline for, mm-hmm. you know, the Internet, for your search mm-hmm. engine optimization. And it's mm-hmm. also, um, uh, I mean, my um, father, who was a lawyer, I could just make him laugh out loud when I told him that I finally got a steady job when I became a pet psychic. But, um, <laughs> you know, so I use it for humor, and I use it because it is something that people, um, it catches people's ear, and they go, oh, I, I think I know what that is. But the truth is, there's nothing psychic about this, mm-hmm. you know? It's not uh, you know, you you get information, you use your intuition to decipher what the information means, but it doesn't mean that um, I can't tell you what your dog's going to do on Thursday, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, right. I, it's just really, really different, I'm, you know, because I, I think that, um, you know, learning telepathy and getting good at it is like learning French and being really good at that. Mm-hmm. It's a, a a way of communicating another yeah. language, yeah. And I, I I like the phrase about really deepening the communication between pet parents and their animals, because that's really what it's about. It's like let's get to something beyond the surface in a new yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I thought um, it's not it's not really a, a cheerful topic, but the internet certainly has blown up the um it's been in the papers it's been in the news all over the place about uh the recent incident in i believe it was zimbabwe yes with the lion and this beloved lion who was uh killed by a hunter and um you know that as an animal communicator uh i read your words on facebook and and it, your comments were so deep and so touching about what it means, not just for this animal, but for the animal's family, and for the tribe, and for the the human tribe. W- would you like to talk a little bit about I that? I would love to. This morning when I was working out, I was like, oh, I'm so lucky that I'm going to be on this show with a therapist, because I would love to talk to you about the collective grief. I mean, I think we're riding a big wave of grief here, and because I think... He was really a beloved lion, mm-hmm. um, but I think that like there's, you know, when you think about your heart breaking, it's like my heart feels like it broke open. I I have not. I'm holding it together now, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I had to put on super happy music when I was jumping rope this morning, um, and just you know, trying to raise my own vibration over this because. It, it's the collective grief is almost overwhelming, and I mm-hmm. really would love to ask you actually mm-hmm. what what are some things that super empathic people can do because I mean I even have lawyer friends on Facebook saying i can't stand hunting, and now I get to come out and say it and you know it's like mm-hmm. people are so um, it's just it's tearing us apart and it's really making um, kind of a line in the sand about 
some fa- really core values, I think. Um, right. It's certainly clarifying them. You yeah. Know? And, and, you know, grief is, grief is grief, and when we are grieving, grief's in charge. We are not in yeah. charge. Grief's in charge. And so we have to allow that process and acknowledge that process. And when our hearts are broken, they are, in fact, broken. And, of course, as we move through that process, I think that um, it becomes more and more important to use tools like EFT. And sometimes uh, we need to grieve together because, you know, you're seeing the initial stages of shock and anger. At least that's what I'm seeing in the media. I mean, everyone is just Mm -hmm. outraged. And, um, you know, they're expressing it in, in the full the full realm of often really, you know, negative comments and hatred and rage, and which is certainly understandable, but we do have to move beyond that and, and hopefully, um, you know, think about what, what sacrifice that Cecil made that we can all grow from. Uh, and, and I don't know what that, but I think sometimes the most painful painful experiences lead us to the point where we must look for the gift in that. Yeah. And um, that's not an easy process. That's uh, not easy for us all to do. And um, I think I'll, I'll sort of let, let that resonate for a moment as we get ready to go for our commercial break. And as we go to the break, we're going to listen to a little bit of Louis Armstrong about talking to the animals. We'll be right back with Joan Rancat. If we could talk to the animals Just imagine it Chatting to a chimpin chimpanzee Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting to a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be if we could talk to the animals. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. 
If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking today with our favorite animal communicator, Joan Rankett, and we've segued into a a very challenging and difficult conversation about the loss of the uh, lion in Zimbabwe, Cecil, and and the outrage that we see uh, across the world, really, and the way people are expressing that. And... um, you know, I think as I, I closed our first segment by saying, somehow we have to find a gift in this that allows us to move forward out of the hatred, out of the rage. Um, I'm not sure what that gift will be, but I know we have to look for it. Would you agree with that, Joan? Oh, we have to look for it. I, we have to, uh, yeah, we have to find the gift in this, and I... I um you know of course I when we were talking on the break about the idea that um that this is this this there's such a disconnection that murder would be a thrill. Mhm. And mm-hmm. um I hope that we're coming to a point where um we recognize you know how bizarre that is and how unthinkable it is and how uh, I mean, barbaric, and right. you know. So, I really hope we come to some sort of resolution with it and move on. I don't. I don't believe in. I mean, I think there's enough people that are going to want to take that dentist down that oh, I don't yeah. get on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, but there. But all those people are also um, playing out a collective anger. You know. So there's right. there's so many emotions here. I just. I feel like I want to lead uh, into more of a peaceful place with it because, you know, you can't, um, what I wrote in that letter on Facebook is, you know, you can't write, you can't fight terrorism, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to be taken out, but I can write it. Right. And I can make it right by continuing to do my work. I mean, I, the one thing I've been feeling like as I've just really really sobbed over this is if I didn't make a dime at what I did, I would still be doing exactly what I do. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm so lucky that I get to work with animals every day, that I get to help people and animals come together. Um, I equally, you know, my my, um, distaste is a really mild word for it. My uh, for um, trophy hunting, hunting, uh, um, poaching is equal to my um, disgust at the fact that we, you know, 
uh, rehome animals into shelters that we know are kill shelters. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we've got terrorism and genocide, and those are two things that I feel like I put my little, you know, nose to the grindstone and work at every day to help people in their households, um, you know, have a better situation so they aren't making um, poor choices about uh, keeping their animal. And I also feel like that, you know, that I, I also feel very fortunate that I get to take people on wildlife. Like I'm taking people to Costa Rica in February. I haven't even announced that, but I have a mm-hmm. trip mm-hmm. for that. And then, of course, I go to the dolphins every year. So Right. And and I think when as we deepen our communication with animals, our hearts open up. Oh. And so when I know that there's somebody whose heart is not opened at that level, then I can only address their level of consciousness. That's exactly. all I can do. And um, that's why I think, you know, it's just I always keep the positive going of, you know, isn't this dog cute or... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't post the horrific pictures of right. what I really think about, like factory farming and all of that. Mm-hmm. I just can't mm-hmm. do that because I want to speak to a, a a higher level of, you know, let's all move up here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know for myself, if I allow myself to indulge those negative, really negative, angry thoughts, in spite of the fact they may be justified in this kind of situation, that's not good for me. No. That, that does not help me. That does not allow me to continue on my mission. It blocks it. And yeah. so I can't, I can't go there. Just, and that's why I think I reposted your, your letter that you wrote that was so beautiful. And if, for people who are interested in, in reading what Joan wrote, where's the best place for them to look at that, Joan? Um, I'm... I'm on uh, my communication with all life, uh, I have a fan page there. Fan page, it's so silly to say, but a page for my my book, um, the first book. So it's uh, Joan Rank at at communica- or communication with all life. Okay, and it's also on Facebook as well, right? I mean, that's yeah, so, that's where I have it. Yeah. Okay, on your Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. Facebook dot com forward slash. Communication with all life, or Joan? Exactly, Joan first, and then communication. Okay, great, great. Because I think that you you describe quite eloquently what is in a lot of our hearts and point to a positive direction, and that's that's what we need, whatever yeah. the tragedy may be. I think what we need. So, let's switch yeah. gears, if we may, for a moment, Joan, and tell me about your dolphin trip. Oh, it is always heaven on earth. It is so fun. Um, uh, I did two weeks. This is my fifth year, so it was my tenth trip. And I do I do one week and then have a couple of days off and then do another week. And I, um, I did a lot of, actually on my Facebook page, there's a lot of little videos. Um, I... I uh, felt like Jacques Cousteau or something. I had a mm-hmm. GoPro. So <laughs> lots of um, underwater footage of the dolphins and how close they come. And the thing with the GoPro is it's such a wide lens, and so it looks like the dolphins are about um, six feet from me, but the reason with that wide lens that I can get almost the whole dolphin in the shot is because um, because of the wide lens, but they're actually like two feet from me. I mean, oh, they're wow. so close. So... 
There's two different um, species that we swim with, and one is um, the Atlantic spotted dolphins, and they are very, very playful. Apparently, um, you know, I don't know if this is mythology or if this is true, but uh, they were uh, they would irritate the uh, pirates if there was like a treasure at the bottom of the ocean. You know, they love glittery things, and oh. so they would go and you know, kind of spill everything about and play with the glitter and it would just drive people crazy. And I think people, fishermen have had a tough time too when, because they are so, so playful. So they'll come up and swim. They'll bring their babies, I mean, their whole families. And they just, you know, when you were talking about uh, Rosie being blissed out, it's like swimming mm-hmm. with dolphins for me is, is my bliss. Um, uh-huh. And then the other, the other type are the... Um, um, bottlenose and the bottlenose are uh, a little more, you know, a little more aloof. And I think they have been the dolphin that has been the most sought after. It's been the dolphin that we have at SeaWorld. Um, flipper. flipper was, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, you know, I think they're a little more reticent of, you know, to get to trust humans. But this year, I would, the last three years, I've seen an increase, and this year was crazy. My on my personal Facebook page, there's a picture of me um, filming a, a dolphin, and that um, that bottlenose played with me. I've got footage of him just circling me, um, and they are they're so much more like we were swimming that that particular morning we were for two hours we were with about 14 bottlenoses they were feeding on the bottom of the ocean and in the Bahamas the water is only about 30 feet deep and it's super clear so you can really see you know what they're doing down there it's just Mm -hmm. awesome and that they you know it's sort of like dropping in on their kitchen like hey what's Mm. for dinner you know just Um, pass by and visit exactly And they just hung out with us. That sound, you know, it's it's hard for me to imagine how fabulous that that must be to be in their environment, to be in their kitchen, as you say, and also to be able to uh, engage in that level of communication. I I know. I was on a cruise recently, and I was out walking early one morning, and I looked over the side, and there was a a huge group of dolphins. Is that a pod? Is it yes. a, pod of, a pod of dolphins? huge pod of dolphins dancing alongside the ship. And they were just traveling right with us and jumping and dancing. And it was just magnificent just to watch them. I can't even imagine how it would be to be down there with them. Yeah, it's so amazing. I have, um, I actually, tomorrow I'm driving up to the islands here in Washington, and I'm going to be with a big pod of big dolphins. I'm starting a naturalist training, a marine naturalist training, so uh, I'll be out with orcas all week. Wow. And Um, what's that, a marine naturalist training? What does that entail? um, You know, it's really just becoming kind of another level of being a steward of the planet here. Um, It's it's learning, you know, about the natural... um, habitat of these animals and about the animals and I figure you know uh, if nothing else 
I could get a job on a cruise ship talking about orcas. <laughs> you certainly could, but when I've seen them do that, sometimes they have to shimmy up the side of that cruise ship, you know, um, as they do in Alaska. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's but yeah, everyone, everyone, you know, that's a that's another uh, another option for you to be able to be on a cruise ship. I know as a a cruise passenger, that would be really fun. I'd love it. I vote for it. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, um, I'm sorry. Oh, no, just, it's, I, I would love to, the other thing that it it does is it um, allows me to be able to um, uh, take people up there, and mm-hmm. so hopefully I'll do an orca trip next year. Wow, that'd be pretty spectacular as well. Yeah. So, um, we are getting ready to take another short break, and once again, we'll be right back with my guest, Joan Ranquette, and we're going to break with Louis Armstrong singing Talk to the Animals. We'll be right back. If we could talk to the animals, just imagine it, chatting to a chimpanzee. chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting to a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be if we could talk to the animal. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you, like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are talking with Joan Ranquette, and we're talking about deepening the levels of communication with our pets and the animals we love. And, um, you know, I wanted to be able to talk about some of the the specific programs and your, your new book, um, Joan. And, and I think maybe we can start with if, see if this fits in. I've had a couple of experiences recently with Rosie, and, and for people who have heard me talk about Rosie, she's, um, she's two and a half. And lately I have noticed that a couple of times she knows a specific behavior. She knows something that I want her to know, but I did not deliberately teach her. What is that? That's telepathy. Is it? That is yeah, it's totally telepathy. It's, you know, she's picking up on the pictures, words, and feelings. And especially if you're thinking, oh, but, um, I mean, I just, I had something really interesting happen also the other day. I have uh, two dogs, I have three dogs, and two of them are, um, are pretty agile. One is pretty young. And um, my older dog has, had uh, always led the pack, you know, and then... At a certain point, for a few years, she would be next to me, and the other two dogs would be ahead. And now she's way behind me. And I, I was really, like, kind of mourning that she's not beside me when I'm walking anymore, that I have to, you know, mm-hmm. turn around. It's changed our walks, and that's fine. But all of a sudden, yesterday on my dog hike, she was right next to me as much as wow. she could be. And so it, it's almost like that little, oh, you did hear that, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's... Um it's surprising, and and I want to um, increase my skill at tuning into it because um, in this particular instance, my dog, my dogs have always been leashed up when we're outside. They're leashed up. We live in an area where there's traffic, and um, Rosie's always on the leash, and she's uh, extremely exuberant, and sometimes she likes to play, and we were at a neighbor's house, and she was on her leash, but she was racing around and around because the neighbor's dog came out. She was happy to see him. And I'm gathering up some things to take home. And in so doing, I dropped her leash, which frightens me. But she ran to the corner, and she she just froze until I picked up her leash again. And then she resumed her running. That's so cute. Um, it's, it's, you know, I was like, you know, you're stunned in a way. You want to say, oh, my goodness, she did yeah. exactly, perfectly the right thing that I wanted her to do, but I have not trained her to do that. That is awesome. So, uh, you know, and that's, uh, the people forget also that it, we're, we're talking about a feeling language half the time, right? Like she mm-hmm. could feel your terror, and then she knew the right thing to do is to help you both feel safe. Right, Exactly. Which is just fascinating. I mean, you know, yeah. it's fascinating. And is that the kind of thing that you deal with in your book, your new book? Uh, my new book definitely deals with that because in the new book, Energy Healing for Animals, um, <clears throat> the first part of it, I go into energy, um, the energetics of, of animals, uh, and, you know, a little bit about how much we, we forget that, you know, they still have all the instincts of their pack or their herd or their pride mm-hmm. of cats. So mm-hmm. um, we become that, hopefully that, what I call the emotional leader mm-hmm. of that um, 
of that household. And when actually one of the topics I, I bring up in there is when you look at something like um, a, all the birds flying together in a, mm-hmm. in a flock, um, people call that swarm theory, and that it has its own kind of intelligence driving it. And uh, Dr. Rupert Sheldrake talks about um, morphic resonance and how we have a, a field of energy in our, um, whenever we come together. So in a household, you have a field of energy with um, all the animals that you live with. So for you and Rosie, it's, you know, it's you and Rosie. For me, it's me and three dogs and four cats and three horses. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so it's, it, but that field of energy has its own intelligence and its own emotional code and its own almost signature frequency in the universe. And so mm-hmm. when we... So you don't, you and Rosie have a resonance that you don't have to say, stop, wait. Mm-hmm. She's automatically in that like, uh-oh, she's feeling fear. I've got to uphold my end of this field of energy. Mm-hmm. 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 And so I talk about that. In, and then in the, the other place I go in the book then is about how we have to be the emotional leader and, and how do we, you know, raise our frequency. So that we can be in a situation where we can be grieving, but our animals aren't taking that on. Um, right. And then <clears throat> how do we, uh, and then I go through all the different um, energy systems like the chakra system, the meridians, what each of the organs uh, mean in Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. And then I go into um, the uh, all sorts of energy techniques and modalities and technologies to help your animal companions, and I actually have a giant program I'm starting in September, although I'm in the early bird special of it, um, called Energy Healing for Animals Home Study Course, and it's oh, wow. really going into depth, in depth with all of that, and there's, um, it's 12 weeks of really learning the EFT and um, learning the other technique that I teach called the scalar wave, learning a little bit of animal communication, although I have another home study course for that. But, um, yeah, so I have a home study course. It's just everything energy. And, it's, and how, how do people find out about that, Joan? Um, that's on my website. Um, I think it's on my website. And if someone is interested in that, they can certainly email me at, um, at I'll just spell it out, J-O-A-N-R-A-N-Q-U-E-T at J-O-A-N-R-A-N-Q-U-E-T dot com. It's, it is really, I've got some people that have already signed up, and I'm so excited for um, all the people that are, you know, this first round of people that are jumping into it, because I'm going to be really hands-on, certainly the first, this first round. Um, I have a lot of teacher trainers that help me with my animal communication home study course. Um, mm-hmm. I've been training people to teach with me. So, and, um, and you think it's something everyone can do, right? I know it's something everybody okay. can do. Okay. Because uh, I think that my impression is since I've started following your work and the things that I've implemented, it's like you're on the path once you do that. You're on the path. Yeah. And, and so you might as well get on the real path <laughs> and get some guidance with it. But you are on the path, like in my example with what Rosie learned. 
Well, yeah, that has to take that. us both to the next level. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I'm, I, Rosie's not my first dog. She's my fourth dachshund. Um, so, I mean, I'm an experienced dog owner, but I'm not as experienced at operating at this level. And it's just, it just deepens everything. And it's fascinating and it's fun in my experience. Yes. I, I find it endlessly fascinating and fun, thankfully, because that's my day job. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And speaking of fun, I, I have another um, uh, somewhat related question in that um, I don't think I've, I'm at the place where I'm um, consciously receiving Rosie's messages um, in the way I would like to be. I mean, sometimes I know I am, it's like something she'll want to do and she'll let me know that or I get this idea and I realize, oh, Rosie wants an extra walk or Rosie wants whatever it is. But um, one of my favorite stories is when when I had little Sophie and a pet psychic, this probably seven years or so ago, told me that she wanted a black rhinestone collar. And it turned out that she did. And when I got it for her, it was such a joyful experience that I never would have believed in my wildest imagination if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. But now I know, of course, that's true. And I would like to get to the place where I can get those kinds of messages as well, which is just fun. Uh, Well, I think you should come to my class. You think I (laughs) can get to that place? Go ahead. Is that some is that level something that you think all of us can get to? Oh yeah, that's what I teach. Well, that's what my animal communication home study courses. I have a, an eight week course that's um, I was running a special on that for a while. Um, it's a digital class. It's already you know been done, but I have so I have a digital class. I have home study course, and I'll be down that Saturday and Sunday in. Uh, Laguna Hills teaching on the 22nd and 23rd. So, I mean, it, that is what, it's so fun. Like today at 11, I have my animal communication home study course, and we will be doing, you know, we'll be talking to one of my students' birds. And, uh, mm. and, this, uh, and one thing I love about using, like, you know, an African gray or a horse in an animal communication class is... Not everybody has experience with the African gray or the horse. And so mm-hmm. when they get all this elaborate information, they're like, oh, my God. You know, mm-hmm. then you really feel like you're cooking with gas. You know, it's like, yeah. wow, I'm doing this. Uh-huh. So, um, I, I, so sometimes, you know, I can, I can see it on people's face when I'm in a classroom where I've got a whole group of people and we exchange pictures and somebody hands somebody the donkey or the alpaca, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. the look on the face is like, oh God, why did I get the hard one? And then the (laughs) delight afterwards of like, wow, that alpaca is funny. You know, it's like, it's so cool. Yeah, that just sounds really, really fascinating and, and fun because so much I think I'm guessing, anyway, of a lot of what you deal with in the same way a lot of what I deal with. People come with problems. Yeah. You know, and and they need help with and solutions. But they don't come necessarily with 
cheerful stuff and fun stuff and happy stuff. And it, it's great fun to be able to go in that direction, I think. So um, we are getting ready for another break. So we're going to be right back with my guest, Joan Ranquette. If we could talk to the animals, just imagine it, chatting to a chimpanzee, imagine talking to a tiger, chatting to a cheetah, what a neat achievement it would be. If we could talk to the animals. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking today with Joan Ranquette about her new book and uh, her classes on energy healing for animals and animal communication. And, Joan, I wanted to follow up with one thing, if I may, and that's, you know, I, I've seen this um, work, if you will, using that to work, um, so dramatically, both with Sophie and the uh, Black Rhinestone Collar incident, and then also with Rosie in our day-to-day experience. But, you know, I think a lot of people still think of it as somewhat woo-woo. So, who who comes to your classes? Is it the woo-woo people, or who comes? No, who comes you know, it's really funny that um, who comes to my classes? 
Right now I've got, um, so I have all different levels. I have weekend workshops. I have a home study course for animal communication. And then I have a big program, a year-long big fancy program that is encompasses all of those home study courses and a lot more. But um, So the people in my big program are, I've got four scientists right now. One was actually a pretty famous uh, biochemist, and um, I've got... You know, someone that uh, wants to leave, um, she's just graduating my program, she wants to leave um, CSI. I mean, it's like all types of people. And, you know, being up here in Seattle, I get a lot of the, you know, Microsoft people, researchers, mm-hmm. really smarty. I, I joke that I attract a bunch of smarty pants. That's what I attract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see, you know, because one thing with smarty pants um they are probably more likely to be inquisitive, at least in intellectually inquisitive, and maybe a little more open-minded. Yeah, and, and they're going to push themselves to do well because they have a need to prove it. I don't have a need to prove it, right? It's, mm-hmm. I, but they have a need to be really good at it so that they can prove it to their smarty-pants friends. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's amazing how, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even have anyone woo-woo in my group right now. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that is, because, I mean, I think that's what probably what most people think of, woo-woo. You know, but again, in my experience, I think that the basics, if nothing else, the basics of what you offer people and what you teach people would benefit all animals, you know, and it would benefit all... um, all the dyad, the family, you know, the, the morphic field with the, yeah. in each home, you know, just because it, everyone's um, level of communication is deepened. And I think anytime that occurs, everybody gets along better and everyone's needs are met, whether it's canine, feline, whatever it is. Um, and when, just, you, when you have that kind of uh, resonance in your home, you go out into the world with that and you, mm-hmm. you can't help but to be a bright for someone right and you know you never know when that's going to be you just never know when that bright spot's going to be necessary for someone else which is pretty powerful I think yeah yeah so if there's one thing that you think people should what as a take-home message what would that be today what's one thing Uh, I always say say what you mean and mean what you say and when I say that um, really be conscious of the things you are asking of your animal and don't, like, I, I see a lot of people say no to their little, I call this the South Florida syndrome. They'll say no to their dog. They'll go, no, and then they'll say, oh, my God, you're so cute, and then they'll pick him up and kiss him. Yeah. And so the animal got the complete mixed message. Mixed message, so, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you want, I- be really clear about what you mean and 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 stick to it right and and can i if i can add one one thing to that is if i've understood your work correctly it's have what's go <coughs> excuse me what's going on in your head match what's coming out of your mouth exactly so if you're telling the dog no whatever it is have the image in your mind of what you want them to do like if yes. if they peed in the house um, and you scold them or you whatever you do, you don't want to be resonating with pain in the house. Exactly. Think more about the outcome of what you want rather than the bad behavior. 
Right, which is, you know, pee outside or whatever yeah. it may be. You yeah. know, because I, I think it's so easy for us to be ignorant of that and it's so easy for us to be, you know, upset or annoyed or whatever it is like, oh, now I have to clean up this mess or that darn dog or whatever it is instead of focusing on what you want them to do. Yes. And and that's certainly true. I mean, one of the the things that I always tell human, you know, parents of, of uh, kids is be clear about telling them what you want them to do, not what yeah. you don't want them to do. Because I think we that doesn't come naturally to us. We're always, you know, harping on, don't do this or stop that and instead of a clear and consistent message. Yeah, so. and we can't help, you know, our feelings drive it, like, uh-oh. But mm-hmm. uh, that's where we have to be the emotional leader. Right. And and really, that if the thought comes first and you pull yourself around to uh, the right thinking, then the feelings are going to follow that, I think, yeah. so much more, more easily. So um, <clears throat> as we get ready to wrap things up here, Joan... Can you tell us one more time where people can can reach you and where they can buy your books? Okay, um, my books are where every books are sold. So that communication with all life is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and you can get that through Hay House also. Um, and my new book is on pre-order um, on Amazon and Barnes and all the big sites, and that's what sounds true. So you can order it from Sounds True or directly on my site. And my site is um, J-O-A-N-R-A-N-Q-U-E-T dot com. I always find it easier just to spell it out. Yes, and, and I'm not going to make you do what Fiona or my guest uh, a couple of months ago taught us to do. Um, and that is whenever you spell it out, say, Joan is in joyful, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, and use each letter as something uh, really uh, uh Outstanding. Joan is an outstanding. J is in, you know, joyful. O is an outstanding. Mm. A is an awesome. Something like that. That's <laughs> so, so funny. And it does. It raises your vibration. It's really fun to do. So, once again, I thank you for your time and your wisdom today, Joan. And I, uh, I hope maybe we can um, do it again soon. I would love to do it again. And thank you. What divine timing that I got to be on your show today with all well, this blowing up in the world. Yes, well, thank you so much, and I, I'm glad we could spend some time together. And um, next week I will be talking with Dr. Tony Heinemann about her work, her organization called A Home Within for an underserved population, uh, foster kids, and we'll learn about how we can help and how we can educate ourselves with people who really need it. And I leave you today with the words of the Buddha, health is the greatest gift, contentment the greatest wealth, faithfulness the best relationship. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. We'll be right back.